triple V double com. If you just say that, then you'll, you'll, it'll be in your head. Say it three times. Triple V double com. Triple V double com. Triple V double com. Okay. <laughs> or VV beer. VV beer. Finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is an episode like no other. Why? Firstly, because it's long overdue, because uh, my buddy who is coming on today, he's just a cool cat. I, I was on his podcast. We had profanities and all sorts of things. And then we'll have to hang out again. And then we hang out again. And then for some reason, we couldn't <laughs> get his schedule. That was, that was weird. Our emails just kept disappearing. But then we managed to get it done. Um, Jeff, why don't you just let the people know who you are, what you do, and we'll get into it. Because today, guys, we're just going to have one of our cool conversations and let you tune into it. He's like... We end up having these amazing conversations. He's very wise, very learned, great experience. He's got a super cool podcast as well that's full of cool conversations with cool people <clears throat> like me. So we will make sure that you head over and, and subscribe to that. Um, but why don't you just let them know who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into it a little bit more. Okay. So the most important thing about me is I have a podcast and it's awesome. <laughs> and- <laughs> Dan's been on twice, right? So uh, you can go to vroomvroomveer.com. You can say, hey, Alexa, play Vroom Vroom Veer. Make sure you enunciate your verse. <laughs> Otherwise, you might get like one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. <laughs> but you can also say, hey, Google, play Vroom Vroom Veer. Um, you can go to the shortcut domain, triple V double ER.com. Right. It's all about like, well, mostly about having cool conversations, but we can talk more about that. If you want mm-hmm. the origin story of the podcast, it's, I would like the origin story of the podcast. You want that now? You want that later? You want to, we'll, we'll see when it evolves naturally into the conversation, but sure. you're mid flow sure. right now. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I've got a job. Like I, I spent years and years finding out that I, I'm not really the entrepreneur kind of guy. So I decided to just stop doing that. And so I do my podcast for free, uh, yeah. a hobby that yeah, like a creative expression and uh, beautiful. Yeah. Like when I want to say something about what I think humanity should do that, I say it on my podcast. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I think I just want to honor that. And I want everyone to just take a moment to, to honor that because I actually speak a lot about job shaming and how it's just ridiculous because right. okay. not everybody is a value creator and there's nothing wrong with being a value creation supporter or even being more of a consumer. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're Most people have what doing. Yeah. Most people have jobs. Yeah. Even a lot of these people that are like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to coach you to do this or I'm going to, they've never done it themselves and they're doing it from the office and there's nothing wrong with that either. Let's just be honest about who we are. We all got to make our nuts somehow. Exactly. Figure it out and knock it out. You know, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't have to be who you are, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it can just be something that you enjoy doing. There's really like, maybe maybe not, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can love just every moment of every day. Maybe you can. I haven't figured it out. Maybe you do, Dan. Maybe you never do anything. I don't, but then that would be (laughs) ridiculous. And this is, this is, this is like, so I did some work with. uh, Talk about, right? 
I did some work with. <laughs> with a channel, a friend of mine, David Strickle, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. You can check out the episode, uh, guys. Um, and one of the principles that he channeled from infinite consciousness, right, was this idea that we want it to be one way all the time. Physical reality exists because of the tension between polarity points. Everything has a polar opposite and you're never going to be one thing all the time. Nothing is one thing all the time. Nothing is hot all of the time. Nothing is the same temperature all of the time. Like it's, You're not going to, it's never going to be like Nirvana utopia and it's never going to be absolute prison like hell. Now you could no. make something really <laughs> close to both of those. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's going to be something else at another time. <laughs> Most of the time, it's something in between. It, mm-hmm. It's meh. And, and, and it all comes, <laughs> and it all comes down to your perspective at the end of the day. Yeah. Because our judgments about the thing, about what dictates whether it's going to be meh or is going to be based on our perception of it as well. Totally. Yes. Mm. So let's just talk about the journey to podcasting being the creative expression some people want to start a band yeah some people paint yeah some people write poems right you decided to do a podcast tell me a bit more about that journey so okay so i was i think we all go through this where you have a job that you don't like mm-hmm. and you know that there's people making money other ways mm-hmm. so i was there when i was still active duty air force right mm-hmm. just Googling how the fuck to, sorry, can I swear? <laughs> yeah, profane. Sorry. Swear, sorry. As, swear as much as how you fucking want. <laughs> how the heck? How the dickens? <laughs> can I do something with my life that's not this, right? It just, mm-hmm. I was in that sort of like, I don't know, I want to escape the cube kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm poking around and I'm finding bloggers and people making money online. And it doesn't seem like work what they're doing. Okay. So, so my whole idea is not work, but have people give me money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I tried to do like, Oh, by the way, I learned that that doesn't work. You actually have to work to do something. Generally, you have to even, even robbing a bank is work and carries a very high risk. You can't just say, Hey everybody, here's my link. Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> you could. I have. It doesn't work. Um, so I tried blogging for a while, for a long mm-hmm. while, because I thought, okay, that's how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out, like, I like to write, but I don't like to write so much that I want to do it for money. How's that sound? <laughs> right? So. <laughs> yeah, perfect sense. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just giving you like the journey points. I, mm-hmm. If you want to drill down on any of these, feel free. <laughs> we're going to get into it. And that, that, you know, like blogging for money is just a grind. It's totally just a grind and a grind that I don't enjoy doing. Right. So mm-hmm. if you want to write, it's more like this, just like puking on paper. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there it is. All right. <laughs> Don't judge me. You're going to give me money for this, guys? No. Get it out. Right. I didn't yes. see that one happening. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. No. I, I mean, I did write things, you know, as a as an attempt to get make value. It's just, I, it wasn't enjoyable to me. Mm. Then I, I saw that there were people, I think around 
2013, 2014, there was sort of like a resurgence of podcasting. Because mm. I had been involved sort of tangentially in the beginning of podcasting way back when in 2004, 2005, the beginning, mm-hmm. beginning uh, not as a podcaster, but as a, a listener and then mm. involved in some shows as a listener. So uh, when I saw that, I was like, geez, I really like talking to me, mm. like having a conversation with somebody is just like not work. It's never work. It's well, sometimes work. <laughs> Depends who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be let's be honest about yeah. that one. Sometimes it some, some of those conversations are definitely going towards hey, the hell. Turn to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I thought like it would be easier for me to put out content via something that involved speaking, talking, podcasting seemed like the way to go. Mm. Uh, so I actually had like three different podcasts. So I had one that I did with my buddy that was called Shiftcast, And that was sort of like a add on to the blog that I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Called shiftyourconsciousness.com. These things are mm. all gone now. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to wake up at the same time, right? Spirit. That was, that was like, that's a really cool domain. Have you still got that domain? No. Because it was not? attached to a blog I didn't want to do anymore. So that's so right. you let the domain go? Oh, yeah. You can have it. Oh, my God. Knock yourself out. <laughs> pro- someone's act- probably registered it by now. I, I, I Probably. But no. they'll, they'll probably enjoy writing about that. <laughs> <laughs> One funny story about while I was doing that blog and the podcast mm-hmm. was somebody from Google actually called me. Right. And said, hey, I was looking at your website and I don't understand it. So if you want more hits, you should make me understand it. I was like, you know, it's kind of like about a spiritual awakening. So if it doesn't make sense to you, I was talking to him like a person, right? Yeah. If it doesn't make sense to you, you're probably just not ready for the yeah. experts to make sense to you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, what, what's the keyword mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking like a guy that works at Google, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I was like, <laughs> maybe this is not going to work. <laughs> so that was, so you were on this spiritual journey at the same time as going on this journey of wanting to basically yeah. get paid without doing everything. So it sounds like there was different levels of this journey happening totally at the same time. Levels, Yes, yes. So I was reading that A Course in Miracles at the time. Ah. And I was reading all the books, all the fields, mm-hmm. all the books, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle and yeah. lots of Deepak Chopra, lots of Wayne Dyer. Good old Deepak. I love, love Wayne Deasy. guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So then, so Shiftcast kind of like was me and my buddy hanging out. And occasionally mm-hmm. we would have guests. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. It was more of like an exercise of, can I do a podcast? I want to learn the nuts and bolts of soup to nuts of how to do it all. Right. Mm. Get it on iTunes, get it everywhere. Can I do that? And the answer was yes. And then I shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) We did about like 60 ish shows. I don't know the Mm -hmm. number. Right. And then in 2014, when I saw that people were actually making money, I was coming out of sort of like another veer transition, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so when I quit my, I retired from the air force in 2008 
Mm-hmm. And then I worked two jobs until about the end of 2010. So from mm-hmm. 2011 to 2012, 2013-ish, I went to school using the GI Bill. And just, that was awesome. I had like, I, I had two years on my tax social security of zero income. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I kind of take that as a point of pride. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't get no money for two damn years. Y'all didn't get nothing from me. It wasn't that. I got money. I got more than my paycheck from the government. It just wasn't taxed and it wasn't, it didn't account. I didn't. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's even more wonderful. Yeah, the GI Bill is like free money and it's not taxable. It was, it's just this benefit that goes along with the school thing. They really do love their veterans here, you know? Yeah, they, they, but to be honest, I don't know of any country that asks so much of their soldiers as America. It's true. You guys are always at war. You had, since the Second World War, (laughs) I don't think you guys have never been trying to kill people from another country. You're right. Yeah. There there was a lot of debate about that, about like before World War II, we never- You were staying out of everything. We never had a standing army. We would stand up an army and then stand it down and then go back to being farmers and whatever. We didn't keep them around. And then after World War II, they decided to keep them around. And now we have this. <laughs> and isn't it, isn't not to get too political, but isn't it like one of the biggest drains on the federal budget it, it is the military? is the federal budget. Everything mm. else is sort of like... Ancillary. Super, like, you know, nuts. Yeah. Oh, we need a road. Okay. Yeah. After we fed sure. the soldiers. It's like what they report is close to a trillion dollars. And then there's all the other stuff they, they, they don't tell you about. So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to get assassinated. So I'm not (laughs) going to talk about the black budget stuff, but generally I genuinely, I have a lot of respect for American serving and, and veterans because you guys, a lot is asked of you. It's not easy. It's not an easy life. No. Yeah. But I mean, Mm. for me, I didn't do anything scary or, dangerous you know so thankfully i got through it all i mean i Mm -hmm. deployed twice i went to saudi Mm -hmm. arabia for 59 days Mm -hmm. um never left left the base uh let's see what's the funniest story i can tell about that um let's see you remember that show uh dukes of hazard where they used to Mm -hmm. every show so that yeah (laughs) you actually got to do that no well Yes, but not on purpose. Was, How's that sound? I was going to say, it wasn't deliberate. It was... No. So there was this rule, right? There was like where you work and where you live. And you usually would... You have to catch a ride, right? You can't walk. It's it's pretty far. So there was pretty a Pretty hot as well. Yeah, very hot. There was a bus. Mm-hmm. And if you missed the bus, there was a rule. Like if you, if you had a vehicle, the, all the vehicles were either government vehicles or leased or something, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody driving them was driving them for work. There was no driving for fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not really. Um, so if you saw anybody sitting at the bus stop and you're driving by and you have an open seat, the rule was by by honor, you had to pick them up and give them a ride to the other mm-hmm. side. So these two civilian contractors picked up me and this other airman person, right? And uh, so we get in the car and, and they look at each other and they have this brief conversation about the jump. Right. Good face. Yes. So that's what we did. We gave ourselves that look, that jump. (laughs) 
what to what do they, they refer, right? So mm-hmm. then they don't talk about the jump at all, right? Until we round this corner. So there, there was construction crossing the road going into the base. And there was a ramp <laughs> up and over the road, right? So it was like a built-up ramp. And so they turn this corner. It was like a 90-degree corner. And as soon as they turn that corner, they stop and they look at each other and they go, let's go. <laughs> and they just floor it and hit that. <laughs> was it a big, big gap? We caught a lot of air and, and landed really hard. So, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but... Um, both of us were had like bottles of pl- plastic bottles of water that went everywhere. <laughs> so I had wished, yeah, that was my one wish. I wish I would have knew, known it was coming and I would have put the cap back on my water bottle. Uh, but it was fun. I mean, it makes a good story. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, <laughs> especially not without consent. I mean, if, if Zoom wants my consent to record people, then I definitely want consent to go over a crazy ravine. That may have asked us if we just didn't know what they were talking about. So maybe we said yes. So there wasn't another way around or this was the way that they, they decided to go. There was no other way to do it. You're just not supposed to do it really fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just a temporary little ramp that's covering up some construction, right? So you're supposed to slow down and go over it like you oh yeah but they were like no we're gonna yeah we're gonna go dukes of hazard style because cool right okay (laughs) so that was one deployment (laughs) thank you for your service and making it home after that right right the only yeah that was an easy deployment the other one was even easier but more interesting because i was working with uh special forces guys oh yeah a good word because I've, I've always wanted to have a special service friend hilarious lots of fun and then immediately they can flip a switch and you think they're going to kill you because <laughs> they have to wind them up really tight don't they they're actually Be. very laid back but i mean they have to wind them up pretty tight for some of the stuff they ask them to do I mean, they've got to, like, risk their life going into really crazy situations. Like, normal, everyday political bullshit doesn't bother them at all because they're not getting shot at, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's one way of looking at it. The volume of ordinary life problems is very quiet, right? Uh So, like, when everybody's, like, worried the general's coming or we have to clean or paint, they're just... Uh They're, they're like, these are the best problems, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because they're not getting relativity. Shot. Again, they're not getting shot at, right? Yeah, relativity. Like we are saying before, for them, that's quite a fine and dandy situation to be in because right. relatively speaking, there yeah. are no bullets, there are no Correct. terrorists, there are no right. enemy lines and laser wires to, to get around. Right, right. Nobody's shooting at me. I'm safe. I just had three meals today. Nothing's wrong. There's yeah, nothing I didn't have to eat wrong. sugar. <laughs> I didn't have to eat a bug. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Today was a yeah. good day, regardless of what happens with that general or that visitor or whatever we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Are you uh, allowed to share what country you were in with this? Yeah, I was in Qatar or Qatar. Ah, oh, yes. Want to say Qatar. Qatar? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was actually stationed in England and then deployed from England from RAF Lakenheath mm-hmm. to Qatar. So I already knew how to navigate a roundabout, the British style, where you give mm-hmm. way, right? Oh, yes. Right? 
Yes, we do. We are more civilized with our roundabouts. The first time I came up to a roundabout going to the airport with a, 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 basically it was an SUV full of these special operations officers, right? I didn't, nobody briefed me about how to navigate a Qatar roundabout in Qatar. Oh, no, you just go. Right, exactly. There is no giving way. No. If, if you're if you're cutting somebody off, you do not give way. Right? Just yellow, so yellow. Start to give way, and they're like, "What are you doing? Go, 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 go!" <laughs> okay, all right. Lesson one in driving in the dark. <laughs> do not be polite and give way. This will be your downfall. That's right. Well, I mean, mm. there was no nothing. No bombs went off while I was in Doha. But that's cool. You know, as a as a rule. You know, you just want to drive around like you own the place, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, an giving way. <laughs> no giving way. So this whole experience of being an airman was something that you were looking to navigate away from. At the same time, you're coming to some kind of evolution in your consciousness. Yes. And then... You worked out it's not going to happen for free. I'm going to have to do something. I might just go and get a job instead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, totally. I can get into that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I was basically like, my wife agreed that it was okay for me to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. Because of that money coming in. Yeah, of course. But then there was sort of like, a, okay, well, all right, you're still trying to do this thing now, and now you're not making money, and you're not doing it. <laughs> So what, what's next? You know, she's given me that, you know, okay, fine. Give me Come on, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to make money somehow, right? You can't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be screwing around all the time. Exactly. So uh, as I was, so around 2014, I started doing another podcast that I ended up killing too, just mm-hmm. because it was another just sort of like move fast, break things. Mm-hmm. So it was a really badly branded show. Mm-hmm. I, so I didn't know what I was doing. I just threw something together and, and then it lasted about a year. And then I was mm-hmm. like, this is not going to work. <laughs> Cause I'm, so it was called Dink Lifestyle Business. Okay. Dink. Dink. Dink, Dink means dual income, no kids. And then lifestyle Ooh. business is like, um, you know, you know what a lifestyle business is. It's like, yeah. what you're doing. right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I basically were, was using sort of like Lego kind of branding at this point. So there was this guy and he was a boomer and he had boomer business owner and that was his podcast. And I thought, okay, that's how you do it. So I'm not a boomer. I'm a dink. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, seeing a pattern here. Right, I'm right, seeing a pattern right. here. But I'm, yeah. just, I'm just, I'm just winging it, right? I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that that's not the answer, but I just, again, want to throw something together and see what mm-hmm. happens, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do all of that work and I start the show and I do it. And then I'm like, I'm not talking about lifestyle business. I'm basically doing Vroom Vroom Veer. It's just not named it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not finding your target audience no, with that one. No, not at all. There are no mm-hmm. dinks. There, there's no talk of what it's like to be a dual income, no kid couple. My wife's mm-hmm. not even involved in the show at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't talk about business. Okay. So, yeah. So 
misbranded is, is what yeah. we call that, right? Yeah. So then I shut that down and then hired some branding people. And it, you know, I had no clue, right? I just was like, I just want to talk about whatever I want to talk about and talk to people. Mm-hmm. And so then the branding engagement lasted, I think, like six or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And they were like really struggling. And then finally, what happened was I said something like, I would just like people to learn how to navigate a midlife crisis so it doesn't have to be such a crisis. And they were like, oh, you want to talk about transition? I was like, oh. okay. So that's where Vroom Vroom Beer came from. Right. And then they developed the whole idea. Right. But they pulled it out of me. So that's mm-hmm. it basically is this wide open brand that's kind of fun, but mm-hmm. it, it lets me talk about people's life stories in transition. So that's essentially, you know, a vroom vroom is when you're sort of like sleepwalking and a veer is when you have an awakening and, and make a change. I was going to ask where the name came from. <laughs> Right, right. That's, That's really powerful. It is, isn't it? It's kind of fun. <laughs> so you just get to like have conversations about people that are kind of going through what you went through at that time of going through transitioning and awakening. And it never stops, right? So you're yeah. doing it all the time. You can do We're it always scale. Right. So it's perfect. It is very perfect. Yes. It's so me. <laughs> So perfect. What are some of the coolest things that you've you've come across on your adventure then, um, having made this new transition? Well, okay. So then, uh, about when, I guess, I suppose shortly after, uh, I got so twenty Vroom Vroom Veer started in twenty fifteen, and I ran it for about a year. And during that year, I decided that. I wasn't going to make money online because mm-hmm. I just didn't, you know, it was way too much work. It was more work than I wanted to do. You know how much work it is. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's an awful lot of work to be honest. Yeah. And so I already had an Air Force retirement, right? And I thought, okay, maybe I'll just get like temp jobs and screw around like that. And mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be fun for me because it's not stressful to have a temp job usually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for a while. That made my wife a little bit more happy. Mm-hmm. Not actually happy, but, you know, at least I was doing something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is money showing up. So I drove for Lyft for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a temp job working at elementary schools in and around L.A. for Inglewood mm-hmm. School District. That was an amazing experience. Both of those were really fun. I got lots of great stories about you know, being <laughs> a Lyft driver and, and working in Inglewood School District as an IT guy. I, I learned way more than I ever wanted to know about a Chromebook. <laughs> a Chromebook? A Chromebook. You don't know what a Chromebook is? Isn't that the It's tablet. a little laptop that doesn't really have an OS on it. It's got this thing called Chrome OS on it. And it's basically- I think I've heard of those. Yeah, you boot it up and it's a web browser. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they're great for grandmas and uh, elementary kid, elementary school kids. If, I mean, if you just live in a browser and you don't use any Windows applications or real applications, Chrome mm-hmm. is great. They're cheap. They're fast. They don't have hard drives. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so. But anything other than that, 
Yeah, you know, once if you're going to go to college or do work, you probably need a real computer. <laughs> Good. I, th- I see where you're going with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you can't run like Office, right? You can't. Mm. You can't run any of the grown-up programs. How's that sound? Like, yeah, you couldn't run like Audacity even. I don't think. Mm. So you, you can't. You can't do real work on a Chromebook. No. But so it's good if you don't want to do any real work. It's good. But if, if you do yeah, at if some point, what are just turn around work. on YouTube and Googling things and yeah, then it's perfect. Like what kids do and, and parents do like Facebook yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Right. So what else? Then what did I do? Um, so eventually, I don't know when, maybe around 2016 ish, I was doing another temp job at a bank from mm-hmm. Singapore in downtown LA. And I think I listened to a podcast with Tim Ferriss and I found out about this. Have you ever heard of the fire movement? Fire. Why do I know that? Is that the so it's financial independence retire, early. retire early where they say, basically you just eat crackers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's there you can, you can sort of like, I tweak it because I'm already kind of close to retirement age. Not really. I'm mm-hmm. two. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That, I think there's, there's lots of extremity in the yeah. community, but I yeah. already had like, you know, a significant amount of investment already. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the idea in fire is you take, you figure out how much money you're spending mm-hmm. and you times it by 25. Mm-hmm. And if you have that amount in the bank or invested in the stock market, right. Mm-hmm. Um, in a place maybe like a robo advisor, like a wealth front or something like that, that, that money, if you draw down, you know, at about the same rate that you're currently spending, they guess at that number, what it is, but like three or 4%, it'll just last forever. It'll never go away. The principle will always be there and you'll always be able to live off of that mm-hmm. pile of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so around 2016, 2017, I realized that I had already kind of gotten really close to that number. So uh-huh. I, right. So I was like, huh, kind of done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm good. Right. So I've done all the numbers. Um, I did go ahead and get another job um, mm-hmm. just to uh, make sure that I have that number and it's, the stock market is weird, right? So yeah. <laughs> that, it's that, its own consciousness. It is. You know, right now, like all the valuations are insanely high. So yeah. Like very bubbly. Yeah. Very bubbly. So I don't really trust that number to stand. It's because it's I I just <laughs> when when the entire value of the stock market is being propped up by a basket of about six or seven companies and everyone else is dying. The bang. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, right. And you look at the big ones. There are only a couple of them that are actually adding value. Amazon adds real value into the world. Right. Facebook sells information. And it's just hurting more than helping. It's a dictatorship, basically. Then you've got like Tesla. Go away. No, it's not going away. Tesla's awesome, but their value, they sell 20,000 cars a year, but they're worth three, four times more company that sells tens of thousands of cars every year. That Tesla is weird because its valuation is insane. Which again is very bubbly. And Michael Saylor went hugely Michael Berry is shorting them. So Yeah, well, that's not good for any holder. (laughs) (laughs) 
By the way, I really, really want to get out. But the thing is, you know what it's like, because if you sell, then you have to pay taxes on it. So it's like, yeah, I really don't want to pay that much in taxes. So, yeah, the- paying taxes on something. I mean, I'm not a financial advisor. We're not financial advisors, guys. So we're not giving financial advice. We're just a right. couple of guys talking. talking. Yes. But it's- I'd rather I'd rather pay tax on something that I had. Right. Then. Yes not have anything to pay taxes on you're right you're right (laughs) but i'm i'm with you okay yeah i just have to like i have to spend a year like sort of like convincing my wife that that is the wise move (laughs) (laughs) if your wife's anything like by then it doesn't really matter what you think you're going to be convincing of no (laughs) it's almost i have to tell someone else that we both know to tell yeah. her the same thing and then she'll come tell me then she'll oh yeah, yeah. I've just done- well, have her watch the big short right and then and then show her michael michael berry's portfolio my wife is from japan so she she's she has really hard time uh she can understand conversational english but mm-hmm. that that movie i've watched it i loved it but she could never make it through it well the only thing that really matters is this guy knows what he's talking about and says Tesla's not but the way to do it. It's me saying it, right? So uh, anything I say, right? You know, you're married. <laughs> yeah. Like if if you could meet my wife and you tell her what we need, yeah. Tesla stock, then she would come tell me to do it. I've done this before. That's how it works. Smart move. Although you've just revealed your secret source in the world. <laughs> but anyway, the point being is that I mean, we can sometimes get caught up in indecision because we feared the results of a decision, but then not taking action can also be just as disastrous. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's, I, I guess I'm, I'm, where anybody holding Tesla now is kind of like, if I had five years, it would be fine. If I had yeah, five I don't, years, it would be fine, but I don't think we do. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that the inflation numbers are starting to ring true. Right. 40% of all dollars and euros were printed in the last 18 months that have ever been. It's crazy, I know. 40% that has ever been. That means that inflation has to, to catch up. It's yeah. um, Chipotle, I think it was, one of those restaurants have started hiking their prices 3 4%. Yeah. So when, when your Taco Bells and Chipotles are responding to inflation pressure. <laughs> you know something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And like, when it, it was like one news cycle. I don't even had, I think it had a full news cycle. They're like, oh, inflation's higher than we thought it was going to be. Time to talk about coronavirus. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's literally what happened. And I'm like, did, 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 did nobody see what just. Right. Well, you're never going to, you're never going to know that there's a bubble coming by watching, you know, the financial TV. That's no, they don't, there's there's nothing about truth on those shows. No, I like I like people like Ray Dalio. Um, yep, he's a bit of a disastrous, but I also like um, James Rickards. He's yeah, check him out, James Rickards. He wrote a book called Aftermath. Okay, he wrote a couple of books around. He's really pro Trump, super duper conservative pro-Republican okay. Dubry. If you could look past that for a moment, not right. that there's anything wrong with any of those things. I'm saying just look past the, the political bit. Turn me on. I get it. Just look past the politics. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of very sensible stuff to say. And he's 
been in the midst of policymaking for like 30 years or something like that. Oh, wow. He's seen the twists and turns and he's called everything so far. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you, you don't have to be a genius to know that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, you know, it yeah. could be tomorrow. It could be today. Right. Yeah. It's just being prepared for it. Right. Being prepared for it. Well, I mean, I, I'm already breaking my own rule that so like as you as, as you're you know sort of like moving towards retirement you're supposed to not be in the stock market so much right uh-huh. but i'm just I, I i'm like you said i'm being irrational because i don't want to pay the tax on <laughs> stupid I, I, you're california as well so you'd lose like 60 percent of it or something stupid. i'm not california i moved so I'm you, what, california i'm now in vegas Oh, you're sweet. You've got no state tax. It's just federal tax. Yeah. When I figured that out, that was that was the ticking time bomb of me moving out of California. That you know, California at the state level, they uh, they charge seven percent on capital gains in addition to all the other in outrageous state income tax. But on capital oh. gains. Ah! <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to tell you this. Actually, all being well, I may actually be in your town in a month. So if well, I do get out, we'll definitely uh, yeah, let's catch go up yeah. or something or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I'll give you my smoothie 100%. recipe. Okay. <laughs> if you like smoothies. I don't know. Sometimes. I, don't know. <laughs> I do them every day. They're awesome. So we'll start bringing this into land. Uh, guys, by the way, as you heard, Jeffrey's just a cool cat. And he's out here just adding value into the world by just having cool conversations and coming up with cool stuff that's definitely going to be support for your life. So make sure that you head over to triple V double com. Dot com. There you go. Or if, if you're not into brevity, you can vroom vroom com. Which is a very cool phrase. That means very cool things about awakening you can say, and consciousness hey, Alexa, and such. Play vroom vroom veer. Yes. Very Otherwise very you're going to get bourbon, bourbon and beer. Or Google. Yeah. Um, any robot of your choice. Any robot of your choice. So that's the way to, to catch up with Jeffrey. Uh, I'm probably going to have him on again just to have a cool conversation because he's just dope. Maybe we'll do like a... Talk about trees. We can talk yeah. about the, uh, changing ourselves into something new. And All see. that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Because he's just cool and he has cool conversations. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I want you guys to rate and review this podcast. I'm hypnotizing you to rate and review the podcast. <laughs> thousands and thousands of you listen to this, but you're not rating or reviewing the podcast. Please rate and review the podcast. It would be really lovely if you could do that. It would be nice, but you don't have to be fucked. Please do. Um, <laughs> just do it. I don't know. It's click. I only, I only read. I only read threes. So it's just something... That- I, even if it's a one, just give me an honest review. If you don't like me, give me a one, but give me some ratings so that I do read Apple knows. They're the most entertaining. <laughs> Sorry. I'll let you. Thank you. Don't, don't encourage people to give me ones. Um, it was just an offer. Guys, we're coming into land now. You can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful purpose in life. You can do it having fun. You can do it honoring where you're at. And you can do it without shaming yourself for having a job too. Um, Google Chromes aren't really useful if you want to do stuff. Jeffrey's really cool. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Doing With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.